So this is not necessarily a modern day UFO that we've built a building around. This is something that could have been discovered and oh gosh, this has been here thousands of years. We want to figure out what it is. We're going to build a building around it, make it look like it's a facility, bring experts in here to start taking it apart, reverse engineering it. And we're going to use the technology that we find to do something else. And we're going to use that as the front of our business. Yes. It could even be the UFO that took out the dinosaurs. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a thing that people have said or did you just make that up? I, I did just, I, I didn't I make it up. It sounds bad. I did just think of that. That's that, brilliant. You know, people do associate and I think quite, I don't know. I find Maybe it a little UFO. bit implausible that a, a comet, you know, asteroid meteor strikes the earth and is responsible for the complete elimination of dinosaur life but uh, maybe it was a ufo a giant ufo would certainly do the job wouldn't it i'm gonna say that from here on out like well you know when the ufo took out the dinosaurs and just see what kind of reactions i get hey unexplained ones it takes a lot to make a positive paranormal truth-seeking podcast happen But there are lots of ways you can support the show at BigfootUFO.com. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's. Did the CIA write Wind of Change by the Scorpions? (laughs) (laughs) As humans busied themselves about the various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied. Dr. Loeb, what percentage chance do you give it that you have indeed uncovered extraterrestrial or non-human technology? With infinite complacence, people went about their affairs, yet across an immense ethereal gulf, intellects vast and unsympathetic through their plans against us. Prior to your abduction, did you believe in UFOs or any sort of alien life form? All things unexplained. So some of that I think there will say for close session. This giant UFO could be in mountainous regions, folks. We're talking the Himalayas, Rocky Mountains, natural barriers, which would make it very difficult for unauthorized individuals to access the site. Except, of course, if it was in the Himalayas, it would be accessible by the Yeti, so. Well, but then, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going with the deep conspiracy theory here, right? Let's say it is there, and people are trying to get up that mountain. And next thing you know, those people look like they've been murdered by a Yeti. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Although. I'm going Case Scarpetta, Patricia Cornwell, unnatural death here. November 28th, that's in nine days. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Yes, our interview with Patricia Cornwell comes out November 28th. But you know what? What about the Alps? Talk about plain sight, auditory purpose. Well, if they're just in the, if they're on top of Mount Everest, is that really serving an essential function for (laughs) the U.S. and the U.K. and Australia? I don't think so. But... Where do the pe you know the people who love to ski? Where do they go? They go to the Swiss Alps, right? They're go they're going 
I don't know of a, a Swiss Alp ski place, but <laughs> you're going to the best ski place out there, right? That's where the people go. That would be the perfect place, I think, to just build a ski resort on top of a giant UFO. <laughs> <laughs> Free energy for your ski lift. <laughs> oh <laughs> Off the grid. Goodness. We're running on the UFO power. So Running on empty. Maybe the, that was good. Maybe the uh, mountain base. I love that song. And of, who sings it? That would be, I've seen them in concert. Don't tell me. It's going to come to me. Jackson Brown. I was tapping a two on my forehead. I, d I don't really know how to play charades, but yeah, two words, Jackson Brown. Oh, two words. Thanks. <laughs> the artist has two words in their name. <laughs> <laughs> two. Or piece. Or what v. a great clue that was. V for vendetta. All right. It could also be this giant UFO, also known as Ross's giant UFO, could be in an existing military base. Yes, we're talking somewhere like Area 51, places that mm -hmm. already have a high history of high secrecy and high strangeness. Makes sense, right? Definitely makes sense. Could be in foreign territories, placing a facility over a, a giant UFO in a foreign territory, potentially under an agreement with another government, could provide an additional layer of secrecy and security. That also makes good bit of sense but now i'd like to get into some actual hypothetical locations cj okay let's dive in let's do it so right off the bat i'm wondering i'm going transformers here have you seen transformers a long time ago hoover dam maybe there really not, is it's not clicking in my brain the transformers and i think the they hit megatron in the hoover dam oh okay <laughs> so your only problem with this is that you said it's not in the United States. No, you're right. But do we really trust anything? You know, like surely this could be a little bit of a psyop stretch by Ross Cothart or no, we don't trust his it. sources. We trust no one. Yeah, we don't. We trust no one. I told somebody on TikTok, by the way, today, because we had a video go viral today on TikTok with two military helicopters going over. My kids' playground. Kids were screaming in terror. Right? No, they were. I'm sure they were. <laughs> they didn't even notice. <laughs> no. The only, the only thing got odd look was me filming something. And I'm like, creep yeah. alert. And all the here. parents were not concerned about the two helicopters going <laughs> over, but about you filming their children yeah. in a video of the helicopters. It was kind of, I was pointing to the sky. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So, what was I saying? Circle back here. Hoover Dam. You know, the Hoover Dam. Yeah, Transformers, Megatron. So the Hoover Dam is a real-world structure that primarily serves as a hydroelectric power generation facility and flood control mechanism. But get this. Look at you. This, you can read. This is kind of mind-blowing. It's 1,244 feet long. Yeah. That's pretty big. 726 feet high, 660 feet thick. At one time, it was Have the largest artificial lake. No. Have you? Oh, it's, oh yeah. It's creepy. It's so massive. you've been now, I've, this is weird, two of the possible locations of a secret giant UFO. Right. Wow. You are unexplained, CJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Speaking so I was telling somebody. find me on Instagram. Actually, I don't know my handle. What is it? The You're the unexplained CJ. CJ. Thank you. <laughs> Hit her up on the Instagram, and we're on Instagram, too. But, yeah, somebody on TikTok said, hey, you know, what's up with all 
the not trusting military aircraft going over us these days. I'm like, it's not these days. We ain't never trusted military aircraft going <laughs> over us. Hello, trust no one. X-Files. Yes. By the way, one of these locations has an X-Files tie-in. We better get to it. Our next hypothetical location, Dulce Base in New Mexico. This, okay. by the way, literally is a hypothetical location. I mean, legit, nobody wants you coming to New Mexico. Do you ever see advertisements for visit New Mexico, move to New Mexico? When they say people are moving out of California left and right, ain't nobody going to New Mexico. No. And I dare you to rent a movie set in New Mexico. Because I'm going to tell you what it's going to be about, most likely. <laughs> Inbred, radioactive, cannibal hillbillies. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All of them. Every movie ever made about New Mexico. If it's set in New Mexico, <laughs> there's a good chance that's what it's about. So this Dulce base, yeah, it's just a hypothetical location because people believe it's there. Nobody knows for sure it's there. It's supposedly under the Archuleta Mesa near Dulce, New Mexico. Mm. And it's been the source of a lot of I gotta look this Conspiracy up. theories. Archuleta Mesa. That's what a fun name. What do you so look like? Have I driven by you? Apparently in 1979, a local businessman was convinced that he was intercepting electronic communications from alien spacecraft and installations outside of Albuquerque, also known as the place Bugs Bunny or Wiley Cody took the wrong turn. By the 1980s, it was the wrong turn for sure. Benowitz believed he had discovered a secret underground base near Dulce populated by gray aliens and humans. By 1983, his claims appeared in the popular press, and of course, the rest is history. 1987, ufologist John Lear claimed he had independent confirmations of the base's existence. So, hmm. again. Lots of Independent confirmations of things these days. It sure is. Ross <laughs> Cothart's sources independently confirm that what his sources are telling him is <laughs> accurate. <laughs> but I still believe if there's high probability on all these things that we can't know what the motivation behind sources is. And we don't know. Maybe it's always just a bit of truth and a bit of untruth right i feel like that wouldn't be uncommon in conspiracy circles so what if they really want to throw people off of finding this but they want people to know you know they want the story to get out there a great way to do it would be to say it's not in the united states folks okay so nobody's looking in the united states but there's still a giant ufo out there right so that mm -hmm. just a bit of psyops there this UFO cabal is really, really pushing hard these days. It runs deep, you know, and there you go with the underground hey, facility. We need our friend, S-E-Q-U-F-O-W. What does that stand for, by the way? To chime in here, Pine Gap, Northern Territory, Australia. Yeah, I feel like we've asked S-E-C-Q-U-F-O-W. Go with S-E-C. SEC. <laughs> Let's just start that chant. SEQ. SEQ. 
we got Pine Gap in Northern Territory, Australia. And to me, this one makes a lot of sense because Ross Cothart is Australian. He said that whatever the location is, it's outside the United States and it's of high interest to the U.S., U.K., and Australia. So I feel like Pine Gap has to shoot to the top of the list here for possibilities. It's a real-world facility jointly operated by the U.S. and Australia, and it's used for signals intelligence. It's often associated with extraterrestrial technology and conspiracy theories. What is this picture that you have? (laughs) How did you... I feel like you just went and got stock photos of nothing relevant to what we're doing. Like... How does this represent Pine Gap, Northern Territory, Australia? I have no idea. Okay. Okay. But I think fair. if you just, it's a picture of, the, <laughs> of a planet, by the way, and I'm pretty sure it's Earth. But you know how you used to use Google Earth back in the day and it started off like from space? Yeah, and then it zoomed into your yeah, location. You in were hoping like, that it was going to be an animated video that zoomed into Pine Gap, Northern Territory, Australia. <laughs> So automatically, though, you nailed it. You nailed that presentation just because you had that Google Earth video. Yes. <laughs> Automatic A person knows how to use Google Earth. We've got an answer about SEQ UFO, by the way. I'm going to show it here. We've got this is southeast. Oh, wait. I showed it and then you unshowed it. Stop that. <laughs> Too many cooks in the kitchen. This is like when one of my kids opens the minivan door right after I've pushed the button to open the minivan door and we just keep shutting it. Okay, (laughs) Southeast Queensland UFO watch. Here's what I love about this. This is one location, and I'm curious. Do we only post videos from this one particular location? Because that is what people need to be doing, right? Like hyper-focusing on one territory so that people realize, wow, there's so much happening in this one spot. What else is happening all over the rest of the world? Like, do your territory and do it well. I like that. Way to go. Absolutely. Check out SEQ UFOW, folks. Southeast Queensland UFO like Watch. You can find it on YouTube. I was, I was briefly looking at YouTube for what they were up to. Friend of the show. And CJ, I was thinking the exact same thing today as I was crossing over Jordan Lake, and it was dark. And there's a spot there as you're going across the bridge, and you just got a 360-degree view of the night sky, you know? So perfect place. You know, we should basically be setting up camp there every night. Like, I feel like we owe our listeners that. So we, we, we need do. to get on that. We do. Yes. And I've got to, I've got to get my um, telescope working again. And, you know, we have delved into, yeah, working again. You got to get it to working. Hey, it's worked first before. I've seen the rings of Saturn through my telescope. It's amazing. But um, user error last time, I will admit that I don't actually know how to set it up. So the only thing we got last time were the rings of Uranus. So broken it. We weren't even looking for that. But anyway, talking about synchronicity, folks, what are the odds we've got Southeast Queensland UFO watch here? And we're discussing the possibility there's a giant UFO in Australia. I mean... We're speculating at best. (laughs) (laughs) But still, it's pretty synchronous. Still. I feel like it's a sign. As a matter of fact, they might be here 
to distract from our conversation, maybe from get you know from us getting to the bottom, or maybe they're here to help. Yes. They say we have twenty four seven live stream of the sky. What? This is like um, what Skinwalker Ranch is doing now. Yes, it's monitored by the viewers. So many people are watching and reporting live for everyone to see. Viewers report the timestamp if they spot something. That is amazing. We have to check that out. And we we need all... to get in on this because our time difference is so great that while they're sleeping, we can be up watching. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamping the things that we see. Of course, it would have to be in the middle of the day, and who knows how much you see then. But that's a good point. Anyway, we digress. We need to move on. Yeah, but, but we can all hyper focus on Queensland, Australia. Okay, <laughs> another hypothetical location. Of course, this list would not be complete without listing Area Fifty One, real place. What's happening out there in Nevada? Anybody's guess. Although our friend Bob Lazar. I have a few things to say about what's happening out there. And, you know, yep. Bob Lazar did mention that some of the UFOs he read about were discovered in archaeological digs. You know, that's one of the things about Bob Lazar's comments that always blew my mind. The fact that he said we discovered UFOs, some of the UFOs, through archaeological finds. Yeah. I mean... Back to Skinwalker Ranch, right? What is under that mesa? Oh, exactly. To me, this makes the perfect UFO to build a building over, right? Like if you discovered an archaeological find underground of a giant UFO, this might be the perfect thing to, well, say, hey, we're not moving this thing, but we're going to put a building over it. And, you know, I was talking to our one of our military consultants, CJ, and let's just pretend you had somewhere like Area 51, and it's housing a giant underground UFO. Okay, and let's just pretend we were able to go there, take an elevator down into the UFO. You could do that and get out of the elevator, and would you really know you were in a UFO? What? <laughs> if you took an elevator, 13 <laughs> oh, stories. You're going to do it again. You're going to again. Okay, yes. I, we ride an elevator, 13 right. stories underground. Got it. Going down. All, we, all we're knowing is we're going to tour something. We get out of the okay. elevator. Would we even know necessarily that we're in a UFO? They could make it look like anything. Or maybe it just already looks like, you know, a modern facility here. Is it still a UFO if, one, it's not flying? <laughs> two, <laughs> two, they've turned it into something else. Right. I don't know. But you see my point. If we did discover a a buried giant UFO. Right. We could theoretically allow access to it and the people going in, they really wouldn't have a concept necessarily. They just turned a UFO into the Mall of America. Correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. So here's the only problem I have with this particular scenario. You can't just build a giant building in a day. So something is sitting out there for months. Well, something that's very, a good... very, very, very large is sitting out there. I know what you're saying. You're saying that, you know, perhaps this was exposed. If it was exposed already, why did it just not get noticed, right? Right. That is what I'm saying. And I think that 
that probably lends credence to this notion of maybe it was underground. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was underwater. Right. Because we could, you know, people do speculate that we ourselves have underwater bases. Maybe it was within a mountainside, for example. So I think that's a great point, CJ. I think there's a high probability that if this giant UFO exists, it was at least partially covered in some way. Yeah, it would have had to have been. Or it's so remote in a location that nobody goes. But it does make me think of Ancient Apocalypse with Graham Hancock. And when they go and look at the Amazon, for example, they are discovering so many ancient sites there in the Amazon that only now with modern technology are we able to figure out, hey, there's a whole freaking city up under these vines and trees. Right. And growth. And so I do think, you know, it's also possible. I mean, nature has a way of reclaiming things, right? Like if we completely abandon a city, I mean, how long from now would we not even know it was there? I don't, I don't know. Maybe not that long. Maybe longer than you think. (laughs) I don't know that that applies to this. Well, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, a UFO crashed here a million years ago. Okay. Gotcha. So this is not necessarily a modern-day UFO that we've built a building around. This is something that could have been discovered, and oh gosh, this has been here thousands of years. We want to figure out what it is. We're going to build a building around it, make it look like it's a facility, bring experts in here to start taking it apart, reverse engineering it, and we're going to use the technology that we find to do something else, and we're going to use that as the front of our business. Yes. It could even be the UFO that took out the dinosaurs. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a thing that people have said, or did you just make that up? I, I did just make, I didn't uh, make it up. It sounds bad. I did just think of that. That's that, brilliant. You know, people do associate, and I think quite, I don't know, I find I it a little bit to... implausible that a, a comet, you know, asteroid, meteor strikes the earth and is responsible for the complete elimination of dinosaur life. But uh, maybe it was a UFO. A giant UFO would certainly do the job, wouldn't it? I'm going to say that from here on out. Like, like, you know, when the UFO took out the dinosaurs, just see what kind of reactions they get. If you say it enough times, it it becomes reality. Textbook. It becomes the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Say it to the next generation of humans. so They won't know any better. Oh, yeah. Well, plus it was in the news this weekend. A news study revealed that it is plausible that dinosaurs still exist on other planets. Back to the the, the dramatic pause. (laughs) Well, that's what the article did. And that's how the title of the article was. You know, it wanted you to click on it. But yeah. Yeah. So, of course, that's plausible. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's this whole notion we're that good, we're know, off track. We're so off track here. Transparmia, you know. Anyway, we will right. do. <laughs> we will oh. do an episode on dinosaurs on different planets. Yeah, we're we're in the day. finish line here. But another hypothetical location back to the United States, Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center in Virginia, another real world facility. It is a real facility used as a continuity of government location. So what about the Denver a, Airport. Well, they do have a new uh, train that gets to downtown, I hear. 
Everybody talks about how there's some sort of secret underground facility built under the Denver airport. Oh, you know what? I have heard that. Yeah, that like that's where if if beep goes down, all of the top politicians and stuff are going to go underground under the Denver airport. Oh Maybe yeah. Wait, you know, this Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center, though, it's actually been in the media quite a bit. Both it and the bunker at the Greenbrier in West Virginia were featured in the A&E documentary Bunkers. Not only that, but it was the setting for the 2002 series finale of The X-Files, oh. as well as the 2008 film The Day the Earth Stood Still. So this Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center is a pretty creepy place. Yes. I feel like the future version of myself that has more time on her hands has a whole lot of TV to catch up on. Also, by the way, when I go to the Denver airport, I'm going to step in the elevator and see if it has a negative 13 as an option for a floor to go to. <laughs> <laughs> and would you hit the button, though, if it did? I think I would have to, and I'd have to live stream it. That would be awesome. And if would anybody, anybody watch? You know that none of that is true. I would not do either of those things. <laughs> you just need some a co-host there with you. Yeah, and maybe a little drink or two. <laughs> <laughs> so another hypothetical location for this giant UFO, the RAF Menwith Hill. And you really put some thought into these hypothetical locations. That just in North Yorkshire. <laughs> I think there's only one more. This Menwith Hill is a signals intelligence facility operated by the United States, but in England, and it is often linked to paranormal theories, and thus, you know, is, it did make our list for a possible location of the giant UFO. So for those that are just tuning in, <laughs> we are talking about <laughs> the theory that there's a giant UFO somewhere that was so big that rather than moving it a building was built around it and that facility is actually used for other purposes as well so we are speculating on where those locations might be also if you're just joining us you can support our show by going to bigfootufo.com you can learn more about us. You can go to our link tree. You could even get a cameo from us. Is that what it's called? Cameo? It is a cameo. So yeah. DJ can sing a happy I, birthday. I, or, or I have heard Tim do karaoke. So he's the one that you would like to sing you some songs. In fact, you might even have a <laughs> jolly little tune about the day the UFO took out the dinosaurs. <laughs> My co-author on this song is Chuck Lou from the Luniverse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> black, black holes. Don't suck, but if you fall in one, you'll get spaghettified. <laughs> I think it went like that. <laughs> so, our next hypothetical location for the Coltart giant UFO, and I think this one has to go up high because it's in South Australia, SEQ UFOW. Let us know if you've heard of this place. The Woomera Test Range in South Australia. It's a real-world weapons testing range. And I've got some facts about it, and they're pretty mind-blowing. This weapons testing range, let's see. How big is it? It's pretty mind-blowing. It's mind got to be blowing. big. If you're testing weapons of mass oh, yeah. destruction, you'd better have a lot of land to destruct. Yeah, <laughs> I think big is an understatement. It is 40 
7,177 square miles. Whoa. Wait, say that again. 47,177 square miles. For our friends down under, that's 122,188 square kilometers. Good grief. I literally thought Australia itself was that size. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So, SEQ UFOW says, yes, they have heard about it. They haven't looked into it. I mean, I feel like they might live there because it's so big. Maybe they didn't even know they live. <laughs> you live on the <laughs> weapons testing range. I hope you have a bunker. That would explain some things right there. This place is massive. It is top secret. They're testing stuff there. It's Australian. You know, the same as Ross Cothart and SEQ and UFO. You know, he can't be trusted, so. <laughs> no, he cannot be trusted. And, you know, this place clearly serves an important purpose for Australia, the UK, and the United States. Surely you could hide a giant UFO on 47,000 square miles of property, which nobody One else is allowed to access. Yes. One would certainly think, gosh, you know, there's another really interesting, oh, I've got to look into this, top secret site off the beaten path in the middle of nowhere in a desert town in California that I used to drive past all the time on my way to my family vacation every year. And I always thought to myself, what in the world is back there? What is it? I don't know. I've got to look into this further. That reminds me, my mind was blown the other day. I was driving, I had the kids, right? And I turned it to uh, Rock Bar on Sirius XM, which has somehow altered into, morphed into some sort of alternative rock station, which is fine. And the kids were in there and it was Afro Man. Palmdale's own Afro Man. I like, Jesus, oh, I got to get this Come back to me. It was because I got high. And I'm like, I really want to hear this song, but yet. I love you, baby. I cannot afford to let the kids hear it. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I really want to hear it, but I, mean, I, I got to change it. All right. Okay. I think this is our last hypothetical location. Unless any listeners want to chime in with some. Chatham's own, where CJ and myself are located. The Big Hole Road Facility. That's big. Hole, H-O-L-E, hole, road, facility, <laughs> Chatham County, North Carolina, technically it's owned by AT&T. It serves no official purpose. We know through archive footage it's connected to the Greenbrier in West Virginia. We think it has some sort of communications purpose. It is at least 13 stories deep because the locals named the road after the fact they're digging this giant hole in the ground. Hmm. And that's it. We also know that myself and Mr. J and Alabama and George, George snuck up there more than one front. I, I got to be careful how much I say here. We got chased by a drone through the woods and we saw some stuff. We saw a lot of spotlights. We saw the most secure facility we could ever imagine, which is odd for, for a facility that has no purpose. And by the way, CJ... We're working on a special limited series about Big Hole Road. <laughs> oh, you and I? We are? We yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course we are. Estimated completion 2025, so <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> hey, people have, are asking us. They, they know we're looking into it. They know we're close, and they, yeah. they want more. They want the story. And we yeah. have found out quite a bit about it. 
But I dare not. We're not going to tell you because you know much you tonight. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what we are? You a you apologist? <laughs> <laughs> but you just said I have information on it that I'm not going to share. So you are the people we cannot stand. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but if you tune in to our limited series in 2025, you will Bob, find Bob. out several more things about the big hole road facility guaranteed we so, just really love transparency on this show and we'll be transparent in a few years stay tuned and that is our hypothetical locations now i have a final thought here cj that i want to get from you okay so we've talked so much about if we could hide a giant ufo and where we would hide this giant ufo we would oh. hide it where it lands, because if it's too big to move, we're not moving it. Right, or where it's hidden. Yeah. But one thing we haven't talked about, why? Why would we hide or build a building over this giant UFO, besides the fact it's too big to move? What uh, other implications are there of there being a giant UFO? Let me think. Money, power, technology... Warfare, <laughs> shall I keep going? If you got more, let's. Yeah. <laughs> no, we really would be talking about control, fear. Right, the most strategically important secret in the history of the world. If this is out there, right, like there, that's not an exaggeration. It would be the greatest secret ever. So clearly, somebody is going to put this under wraps. Here's the thing. Gosh, I have a deep dive going on in my brain right now, and I'm trying to process it all. So let's say the U.S. does have this giant UFO, right? They've reverse engineered it. They've taken technology from it. We're now using that technology to advance our civilization light years, right? Truly, if you think about how our technology has advanced since the 40s to now, even since the early 2000s to now, right? We've made huge jumps. But all of the other countries big players, their technologies have advanced as well. So either those technologies are not coming from some super top secret UAP that we have control over, that we are reverse engineering, or we are selling those technologies to our enemies. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past the government. Right. All of those are plausible. Again, it would be the most important secret and especially military secret. I think what upsets people when we're talking about t uh, disclosure is we are talking about world-changing technology, too. And we've heard this notion that they keep it secret because if they were to reveal it, for example, if tomorrow there was no need for energy, that all the world's economies would collapse. What, what do you think about that? Do you buy that? I mean, I, I think that we're currently at a point where there's no need for humans. Our technology is so advanced. So, yeah, that wouldn't be good for, you know, humans. Right. So there's probably truth to that where, yeah, there probably is no more need for oil or other things. And, yeah, the, the, if the economy does collapse, the I think you see war and crime and things like that go up as well. It's all right. to maintain and control. And, you know, we're talking about putting together a religious episode coming up soon. Well, one other thing it would do, CJ, is for our entire 
existence, that is humanity. We have more or less placed ourselves at the center of the universe as the ultimate beings in the universe. Like a toddler. Yeah, right. We're all just toddlers at the end of the day. But minus, say, what we view as celestial beings, you know, religious beings, God, angels, Jesus, which may be one and the same, by the way. But let's move past that. For most of the people, we are the center of the universe. Like, we control our destinies, okay? We control the Earth. We, for the most part, we're the only thing going on in the solar system or the universe as we know it. But if we suddenly found out that a giant UFO crashed here, then this is a race of other beings dramatically more advanced and intelligent than we are. What does this do to our sense of self, Mm. our sense of worth, our sense of being, our sense of place in the world and in the universe? It could literally be crushing. I don't know. I think you give humans too much credit that they would even care. I don't know that it would be some big existential crisis for most people. I think that everybody's so wrapped up in themselves and how many likes they get and how they appear to the world and to the universe and what have you that I'm not sure that it, people would implode. Well, what if we discovered... people would still think that they were the center of the universe. Except what if we discovered that we were essentially ants to these other beings? Would it make you go about your life differently? Not more than just stepping back and realizing how big the universe is. I mean, the first time I learned just how big the universe was, that there are trillions of stars like our star, that there are billions of solar systems like our solar system, that the universe continues to expand, that we don't even know how far it goes. And you go, oh, wow, okay, whatever problem I'm experiencing today seems pretty trivial given how small I am in this universe. Maybe people might have that realization for the first time. I think there's a lot of people that haven't put any thought into that and they are so wrapped up in themselves and their own problems and their own day-to-day lives. So they might stop and go, okay, that's trivial. But I just think that there's some people out there that wouldn't, that wouldn't care. So many things have happened on this planet that people go, well, okay, well, what's Kim Kardashian doing? No, that's right. Southeast Queensland UFO Watch says we are just a speck in the electromagnetic spectrum. Ooh. What if beings exist just outside of our perceived spectrum? They are here. We just can't see or experience them most of the time. Pretty profound statement Mm -hmm. there. Yes. And I think there's something to that. I think that all the time, actually, I'm like, well, what if clouds... What if clouds are extraterrestrials? What if clouds are higher intelligence, right? And I'm just looking up at them going, oh, how pretty. Those are lovely. They come and they go. (laughs) Well, you know, I think one thing that's disturbing, CJ, is if there is a Ross Cothart giant UFO out there that we've built a building over, that it was so bit massive that we could not move it, right? I think it's disturbing to realize that whatever got this UFO here, there's a high probability that they have manipulated human existence in some sort of way. Are you disturbed by that or are you excited by that? Both, I guess. Both. And I see a lot of this from different researchers on UFO Twitter. And of course, I grew up religious and technically, if you're religious, you do believe that humans were steered or 
affected by otherworldly beings. But, of course, this would add a whole other la layer to it. Because then you got to think, well, they're probably not the only ones either. Right. Maybe these are the benevolent ones. Maybe these have bad intentions for us. Um, I'm going to go the Avi Loeb route here. If a species has survived long enough to be intelligent enough to get to another planet, they are not a cruel species because they would have killed each other before they ever made it off their planet. If you are going to evolve far enough to be that intelligent, your intentions are not malintentions. Yes, that's a good point. It's very interesting to think about. Yeah, I don't know. Where's Cothart's giant UFO? What if we're all on it? What if it's planet Earth? <laughs> <laughs> that would explain a lot. You know, this whole core mantle of the Earth situation. Yeah, it's, nobody... powering, it's powering us through the universe. Yeah, nobody really understands what's going on in there. And something has set the Earth apart from basically every other planet that we know of. Right? Something makes mm -hmm. us different. We uh, are on the ultimate spaceship to get one species to another planet <laughs> in the universe. Instead of being like cryogenically frozen or whatever, they whatever they've created an atmosphere here on Earth <laughs> that allows us to continue to reproduce and that our species continue on long enough to get to the next planet. So the yeah. Earth is a UFO. It's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's a good point. <laughs> and on that note, I think you should wrap us up with your final thoughts for the night, CJ. Oh. I've had all the thoughts one human can have in a night. No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am thankful to you for putting this show together and for keeping us all moving forward because goodness knows without you this train would still be sitting at the station <laughs> come on so, now. so thank you Jim. thank you everybody for tuning in thank you to our friend seq ufow for all of your insight and thoughts and for sharing with us go check out their youtube page go check out their skies and uh, timestamp anything that you see let us know anything that you see as well. We would love to discuss it on our show and on our social media pages. You can find us at BigfootUFO.com. Be sure to check out our show that comes out on November 28th with the lovely, talented, and brilliant Patricia Cornwell about her new book, Unnatural Death. And until next time, oh, yes. I have one Tim. more thing to chime sure. in. Everybody, please be aware, after Christmas, oh. January 9th, I'm going to put this on him. my calendar as we're Please speaking. <laughs> You've seen him on Encounters, Episode 3, the new Steven Spielberg documentary. He is a world-renowned physicist. His name is Kevin Knuth, K-N-U-T-H. Is the K not silent? <laughs> I have no idea. Why was it there? It's all I keep telling myself. Kevin Knuth, Knuth, world-renowned physicist. <laughs> He was on Encounters on Netflix by Steven Spielberg. And he's coming on with us whoop, whoop. after Christmas. And he knows things. He knows things. And we're going to make him tell us. And CJ's going to get to the bottom of them. So. Yes. Sorry about the interruption, CJ, but I had to make sure everybody knew about that. Oh, good. Thank you. All right. When is our next live stream? Is that the next one? That's our next All the way to No. We'll be hopping on here before then. 
check out our social media pages to to get more we had a, a misty pop in here for a second she just got here thanks for tuning in misty okay that's all for us we hope that you stay happy stay strange and listen to all things unexplained we know now that in the early years of the 20th century this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's did the cia write wind of change by the scorpions as humans busied themselves about the various concerns they were scrutinized and studied dr loeb what percentage chance do you give it that you have indeed uncovered extraterrestrial or non-human technology with infinite complacence people went about their affairs yet across an immense ethereal gulf intellects vast and unsympathetic drew their plans against us Prior to your abduction, did you believe in UFOs or any sort of alien life form? All things unexplained. So some of that I think, sir, will save for closed session.